0: Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Hey, James, which color do you like better? Bright bluish green, dark turquoise, or teal? Uh, Depends what you're building. Teal? Really, James? You like teal better? They're all the same. Hello, Jeff. Hey, James. It's, it's been a while. I Oh, hey, what are you doing sitting there? <laughs> it's been, I think, way too long, unless been. you've discovered us after we've released this, in which case, you just started listening to this right after the last one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we there, appreciate there's that. There's
1: been no space in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to hear that. For everyone else, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll
0: try to make it. Yeah. Oh, let's not make any promises. No, no, no. Uh, but we are back. Yeah. And I'm excited. We're, you, you were uh, inspired recently. I was I, I came across a great article on brick architect if you if you have not been to brickarchitect.com go to brickarchitect.com. I love it it's a great site uh, and Tom Alfin published an article about about colors about colors you you're you
1: very excited you, t- you texted this over to me and I was like oh that is exciting yes it was, it was a beautiful article because it's got it's got things we love it's got crunchy numbers yeah and it's got Lego and we didn't have to crunch the numbers that's what I loved best about it. I was like, this is phenomenal. And I didn't have to build a spreadsheet to find this data. And let's be fair. Thank you, Tom. Yeah,
0: Tom did a better job crunching oh, the numbers Oh, absolutely. we would yeah, have ever. Like, Oh, that's how you lay that out. That was nicely done. Well, what is the name of it? See, so the article is Hard to Find Lego Colors and What
1: to Do About It. We'll put a link to it in the, the description. Of the podcast, but uh, yeah, I think essentially we just wanted to discuss this whole concept and kind of use what Tom was working on as a bit of a jumping off point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and Tom himself was inspired by the fact that Lego has done something they haven't done before: they unretired a color. Unretired, yes. And that color is, of course, bright bluish green or dark turquoise or teal. Is I think what most people would call it. But then if you go to look for teal on Bricklink, you are like, there is no teal. <laughs> And what was the, uh, I, I think as soon as
1: you say it, everyone will know, what was the, the beautiful set that they had cause to call, call Teal, hey, Teal? Yes? Would you like to come out of retirement? Oh, it's been some time. I don't know. I don't. Is that how Teal talks?
0: I feel like Teal would be more of like, hey guys. <laughs> You're just happy, yeah. just exuberant. I can feel like Teal uh, was sitting on the sidelines mm. and every time they designed a set, Teal was like, Aww. "Hey, hey guys, look over <laughs> here. I'm real cool. (laughs) I can add an accent to whatever kind of building you're doing. Look at me.
1: Yeah. And they were like,
0: "Uh, no, we'll get back to you. Teal. We'll get back.
1: Oh, gee, (laughs) I'm not getting any work.
0: Poor Teal. But Teal has work again. Yeah. And we're very excited in the uh, modular diner that was coming out. That came out January 1st. And Teal's doing some heavy lifting. Yes, it is. There's a lot of Teal. Like when they brought it back, they brought it back, they're like this is going to keep everybody happy for a while um and it is keeping me happy. It is a I love that color as a as someone who grew up during the nineties, yeah, and teal was
1: everywhere it's true, so how have i have not built this? How dense is teal in this set? It's there. I mean, it's there in the
0: front. It's kapow. It's there. Yes. It's uh, it's one of those things. I can't imagine this model without it. If no. they did a different color, No, it would have just seemed off. Well,
1: what what else are you going to use to set off the pink of the <laughs> fluorescent bulbs? Teal.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the only possible choice. I think so. Uh, again, I, I, I can't imagine what they would have done. So I think teal does a lot of the heavy lifting on this model, and, and we're glad it's back. And by coming back, Lego has increased the number of solid colors available in the official Lego palette to 40. Wow. Yeah. It seems like
1: there's more. I always feel like I, I was like, that seems like a shockingly. 40 is a lot when you really think about it. And you're 40 now. Yeah. And that's. that's <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Jance. I it, really appreciate it. Isn't that. that you've joined the club? Yeah. It's a depressing club. We meet. Once in a while, and just cry. There's a lot more pills at forty. What's <laughs> what's the deal with that? Ow! <laughs> you haven't gotten out of bed yet, Jeff. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> just everything.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so forty is a lot, but it's also not that much. I mean, it's just a number. You know, it's just age. I don't know. Oh, for We're the colors. Lego. For the yes. Co- right, yes. Uh, yeah, it's both a lot and not a lot. And there's uh, you know, there's the the pearlescent colors and the translucent colors. So those all add up over 40 as well. I don't know. I, sometimes I look at the Lego palette and I go, it's really not a lot. And the mm-hmm. main reason for that is I never have the part I want in the color I want.
1: And they, a lot of them do seem like shades of the... I mean, I guess that's what's going to happen. It's like you open up Photoshop and you look at the, the possible spectrum. You're like, yeah, it's all shades of a couple yeah, colors. Yeah,
0: I don't know if you're aware of this. There's only three primary colors. What? I don't,
1: I don't know. That is ridiculous. That is that's crazy information, Jeff. Yeah,
0: you know. Well, we're here to educate, so mm-hmm. yeah. There's three primary colors. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head what they are. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, now you're you're getting a fail. It's a, it's a there's a there's a a there's a red. There's yes. There's a yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a primary, right? Yeah, that's a primary. And then the other one it's is gold. obviously
1: blue. You got it. Oh, nailed that's it in one. Yellow and blue makes green and. <laughs> blue and
0: what what
1: red makes purple you can make colors we're getting into advanced stuff here this is advanced color theory like so you know put down whatever you're holding this is so like if you take a, a red brick and a
0: blue brick and you put them together it's purple immediately
1: exactly. This is, i don't really see why everyone has these problems i've not aware right. of this you can create teal it's just you got to pick the right <laughs> the
0: right combination of bricks <laughs>
1: You put enough translucent (laughs) bricks in front of it, eventually it'll look teal.
0: It's just... (laughs) It would be amazing if you could do that. That would be nice. But you can't. You cannot, no. No. So thank you uh, for putting this together so we can see what (laughs) is out there. Hopefully friend Tom has done is take a look at all of the sets that have come out in the last five years and looked at the 24 most common basic bricks and plates and tiles as a way to figure out which parts are made in each color and... Which color gives you the most useful parts, if that makes sense? And he and provided all in uh, that data in a beautiful pie chart. We love we love pie here. Oh, it's on it's, the all sorted podcast. It's a
1: delicious pie chart. It really is. Actually, I don't know. It's a pretty monochromatic pie chart. Like you, you go from white, gray, white, gray. Yeah, <laughs> that consumes, and then black.
0: That's like almost seventy five percent of the pie. It is about half for sure. And I think that's uh, that's not surprising yeah. if you look at the sets that are released every year. So let's take a look at the top 10 colors just just for fun. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, medium stone gray or light bluish gray. White comes in at number two. Dark stone gray is number three. Black, number four. Then we got brick yellow, reddish brown, bright red, which is red, bright yellow, which is yellow, <laughs> <laughs> Sand yellow, which is dark tan, and bright blue, which is your your basic Lego blue, and that's not too different than what we looked at when we did our color episode. No, in terms of what 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 the most parts were made in overall, it's not entirely surprising. But I'm surprised that you see like yellow at
1: seven percent, red at five percent, uh, the other yellow at four yep. oh, percent. then yeah, dark tan four percent, blue at three. Like blue is is definitely un- underrepresented
0: here. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the- more than I thought. The, the dominance of the um, the sort of non-color colors, the shades, as you were, I think really throws the color colors out of whack. I guess. Oh, looking at the pie chart, though, I guess it's
1: red red five and then bright yellow is four and blue mm-hmm. is three, which is closer. And then the rest of them are really just more landscape colors. Brick yellow and sand yellow, reddish brown. Yeah, I mean, you're really bright, bright primaries. Pretty close.
0: Mm-hmm. I think if it's... Uh, it'd be very different if you compare sort of the first five years of Lego Hmm. where they were very color heavy. That's true. You know, but when you're making entire castles out of yellow, (laughs) that's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) So those are the common colors. And, uh, I think the dominance of your, your grays and your whites and your blacks, has a lot to do with how many Star Wars sets they put out a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And the, the size and complexity of and, a lot of those the sets. part counts, yeah. Yeah, I so, guess. I mean, you know... That's you're skewing. Yeah, you put out one big Star Destroyer, that's a lot of gray. That's that a, a lot of gray, gray that's going to be there. It would take a, a few diners to make one of those. Yes. If you're looking for a color to use as the base of your model, those are great colors. Hmm. Uh, if you're looking for... To make things a little bit different, you could look at some of the more uncommon colors. And these make up a good chunk of what's available uh, in that sort of non-top 10. So in the way he classified it, he basically said common colors are
1: colors which are available in almost every common part, allowing you to build whatever you want with very few parts substitutions. And uncommon is colors which are available in a lot of parts but are missing enough parts to make them frustrating to build with. Mm-hmm. And then rare which we'll get to later, he said colors which are available in so few parts that you can only really use them as an accent color in your models. And then you'll include a lot of asterisks and, and hashtag, hash marks and exclamation marks as you're trying to build something. I think that's the full definition. I think that's the part that was unspoken or untyped. I think it was.
0: Yeah, we can only <laughs> the, assume.
1: The intense frustration of, oh, this isn't available.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I it think...
1: looks so good. <laughs> so, but uh, with the uncommon parts...
0: Yeah, the uncommon Their colors. Color, sorry, no, yeah, they they range from uh, earth blue or dark blue, medium blue, uh, light purple or bright pink, which is one of my favorite distinctions because I'm I'm one of those people that can't tell where pink and purple separate. Yeah, so I like I like that Bricklink and Lego are also arguing about that. Uh, there's medium lilac or dark purple, bright reddish violet or magenta, bright purple which is dark pink, sand green. <laughs> oh, uh, aqua or light aqua, dark orange or earth green or dark green. And some of those like earth blue is available in most of the parts with uh, the common parts with some exceptions, but you could probably build around it. Hmm. Uh, at the other end, earth green has a lot of the common elements just don't exist. Like a, like a two by two plate doesn't exist in earth green.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, some of these, like you said, some of them you can work around and you can be like, oh, I don't have... You know, a two by four, okay, I'll work around that. But then, no, because it's just missing all of the little things you would want. And then, yeah, (laughs) then crying. (laughs) Then crying. Then the tears. (laughs) Which, yeah, it's really interesting to see a breakdown of it in those terms. And not not just thinking about it as color, but thinking about it in just, yeah, every little part. I think there was a request for slopes. I think in the comments, mm-hmm. people are like,
0: what about slopes? Yeah, because if you're doing accents, yeah. um, then definitely you're no, not ca- necessarily looking at your, your basic plates and bricks. But in structural terms,
1: like just the base structure stuff, uh, this, this definitely covers it. And yeah, I, I was surprised. There was
0: more holes than I expected. For sure. And I think Lego uh, knows about these holes. And I think they enjoy putting out a set that might fill that hole. Because they know they're going to get some coverage on, uh, on sites like Brick Architect or New That's Elementary. A good point. Yes.
1: There's a bunch of hands in the air and cheering. They know it's going to come.
0: Because I know I, and I'm sure I'm not the only grown up to do this. I've bought many a friend set that has never been built. <laughs> but my pile of accent colors says thank you. We, we have
1: many, many built friend sets. And uh, yeah, all oh, the colors are the best.
0: Yeah, I think for some people that like colors, Elf, friends elves and
1: friends yes. have such delicious colors. It's the greatest thing they've they, ever done. Like my daughter's floor right now is a uh, oh, it's a magical city. Uh, they're they're not sets per se, but it's a magical city of of about I don't know fifty plus minifigures doing various things in this entire city. And man, is it a colorful place! And it is so amazing to look at. I and, love it. And there are animals there's there's animals she got a dragon That's, oh yeah that was her big she just all that she wanted for uh, for lego recently was she wanted the dragon just because it fit a hole in her storyline i think that she was working on she's not super into any of them for the story that the the prescribed lego story no that doesn't exist the the universe involves everyone And it, yeah, it's so colorful though. I love those. Anyway, whenever I hear the word friends or elves, my brain's
0: just like, (laughs) woo, colors. (laughs) Colors. I love those colors. Uh, But there are certain colors Lego doesn't seem to love. Hmm. And these are uh, what what have been defined as the rare colors. Why don't you love them, Lego? Yeah. And there are a lot of basic elements not being made in these colors. So the parts that are listed as rare here, we've got medium nougat which is medium dark flesh, olive green, lavender, sand blue, which by the way, Lego, can you make some more stuff with sand blue? Cause I, I just love that color. It's a nice color. Dark azure, bright green, cool yellow, which I kind of feel like the other yellow is like, mm, that yellow trying too hard yeah. with its sunglasses and backwards hat. It's true. Yeah. I don't know what era is
1: that, that color from. That's a, I don't I, even know. It's a weak, it's a weak yellow. The other yellow is like, yeah, I'll, I'll kick your butt. Lego calls it cool yellow. Uh,
0: Brick Link goes with bright light yellow. I'm uh, going with weak weak yellow. <laughs> weak yellow. <laughs> uh, dark brown, uh, which which I have a love-hate relationship with, because when I'm sorting yeah. my Lego, dark brown always wants to get in with the black well, Lego. It's all about lighting. Yeah, I need better lighting yeah. in my Lego you room. You need floodlights to For see. For sure. There's spring... <laughs> sorry, I can't even get this one. Spring yellowish green. Or yellowish green. But I like spring yellowish green. But yeah. It, it has more feel to it. There's light royal blue, or bright light blue. Uh, There's nougat, or flesh, as Bricklink calls it, which, I mean, come on, Bricklink, there are more tones in the world for flesh.
1: Yeah, no, that one is a little uh, ethnocentric.
0: Yeah, Crayola figured this out a while ago. Can we maybe? Exactly. I'll call it nougat. Uh, Then there's light nougat, or guess what? Bricklink goes with light flesh. Light flesh. And then there's bright bluish green or dark turquoise. Uh, now, the last two, light nougat and bright bluish green, are available in very, 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 very few of the most common parts. Yeah, it's bananas. Yeah. Basically, any plates, it's not going to have it. And also bricks. <laughs> so it could use a bit more representation, I'm y- thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're both just staring. We're, <laughs> we're both staring at a copy of the Excel sheet. That's, <laughs> that
0: makes That's for a
1: great podcast. Alternative name for this episode. Yeah, staring at, staring at Excel sheets. It's, it's good. This week, we're going to stare at some more Excel sheets. Everyone pull out your sheets. Quiet now. <laughs> too, too noisy. Stop scrolling so hard. Yeah, uh, I, I was, I was surprised, but well, I mean, again, surprised and not surprised. It's just interesting to see. You almost look for a pattern in this. It's such a beautiful pile of right.
0: data.
1: <laughs> if I turn it the other way, does it form something? No. What were some of the conclusions that he came to on this then?
0: Well, again, if you're looking at these basic pieces, it's good to know ahead of time where you're going to get frustrated. <laughs> Right, like yeah. you might—you
1: don't want to be at the end of your your six thousand piece build.
0: Yeah, like you might go. I really like that light yellowish green. I it's it's nice, soft pastel color. It'll it'll go great in my dentist office. It's sort of a soothing. You know, hey, everybody, let's chill out. I, I was imagining
1: I'm gonna- a real dentist who built Lego who was thinking of something to put in his office there. That's what I, I was like. What, what who, what dentist do you go to? Because if we go to the same local dentist, my dentist definitely doesn't have Lego.
0: I go to a Lego dentist and it's fun. Wow. Uh, because. Is, do you, do you have some issues with your teeth or what's that? Is it
1: from like all the years of breaking things apart with without a brick separator? You go to a Lego dentist now? The
0: only problem is when he wants to pull a tooth, he just uses Brasso oh. and tries to rub it out <laughs> like it would work on a minifig. Man. But, uh, so not... he's not a good dentist. No. Also, his hands are just like a, a, a claw shape. He only does extractions. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, And he can't move his arms out from his body. They only go up or down. That's a lot of hurt. I don't like this dentist. I definitely am
1: not going to this this person.
0: But, you know, good rates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you might like to make a dentist office (laughs) with your spring yellowish green. But uh, Lego is saying, no, no, you're probably not going to be able to because you might want to use a brick bigger than one by two. And uh, we just don't have that. And even in in any quantity, we really don't have it. Now, the other fun thing they looked at this is you think you can make some projections about how much individual parts would cost on the secondary market based on there being more or less of them out there in the world. Like we established at the beginning, the the greys are in abundance. They make way more in the greys than most other parts. However gray is still expensive and part of the reason for that is people like gray there's a lot of castle builders yeah there's a lot of modern city builders supply and demand are being they're in equal proportion yeah so the price goes up with it yeah basic economics
1: exactly yeah, th- yeah which makes sense it's interesting i wouldn't you don't think of that though
0: and then you see the beautiful mocks out there of castles and you're like oh i get it you yeah, know that's that's why my back cave isn't completed with all the gray. because <laughs> exactly. because I'm too cheap to go get more. <laughs> I'll finish that back cave one day. Now, some colors are relatively inexpensive for the volume that's out there. For example, bright yellowish green, which is lime. Uh, on average, they're 40 percent below the average price for the same part. Hmm. And I think the reason for that is, lime's a hard color to use right like it's gonna overthrow any scene you put it in yeah other examples uh reddish brown uh, or which is bright red or red bright yellow and bright blue are about 30 percent below average so those are your basic colors for the most part your th- big three the red yeah. the yellow and the blue and
1: yeah, which is yeah I mean there's lots of supply but people aren't like dying to have huge chunks of them because in a way they just seem too Basic Lego. I think yeah, that's a big chunk of it because the language of that. It's just like I'm. I'm not a pro builder.
0: It's generally adults buying Lego on the secondary market, individual pieces, and I think there's a perception that those colors will make your model childish or childlike. It conjures
1: the the emblematic image of what Lego is for a Mm -hmm. lot of people when they see those colors. I think because it's your yeah, like you said, childhood. Yeah, why why would I want to build in those? I want to
0: build in obscure colors. That's right. Magical colors. But I do, it makes me really want to see what I can build with lime and red and yellow and blue. Exactly. That's and <laughs> I, I can't conceive of something that's not a total eyesore.
1: <laughs> it's Castle Blue. <laughs> oh, like look, I did the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I did the wall in Yellow. yellow. <laughs> there's no good situation <laughs> it, at all where yeah no
0: hodor I, really had to go pee <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's i don't know man where when what else like i guess i could build a really big bright red dragon or something
0: I'd, like, i would like where am i gonna I, I i a fleet of fire trucks like uh, so i think when you use those colors when you show people the model they go huh that's a lot of blue
1: yeah yeah, you'd have to find a way. And then that's that, that becomes the problem. If you want to start doing some subtleties and some shading and some, you know, using those colors, but trying to do interesting things, that's when you start running into all the problems.
0: Yes. Other problems are the most expensive colors. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, not surprisingly, sand green is the most expensive color. It's about double the average price per piece. Uh, and that's because sand green was used in the... Uh, Green Grocer model, which a lot of people would like to build, it's also a very cool color Hmm. that's sort of, I don't know if it's modern per se, it's just a nice color.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So that all the, the Lego gold miners out there, that's the, that's they they saw this and went, Ooh, how do we get that?
0: Yeah. But Lego being Lego, there's a chance all of a sudden sand green will be in, you know, six mass produced models. and Yeah. You never know. Uh, Light aqua or aqua is about 80% over the average price. Hmm. And dark orange is about 55% over the average price. Is Is that
1: like the stuff you see in the Minecraft?
0: Mm, Dark orange is kind of uh, it's it's sort of a brownie. More brownie than? I would say, I never look at it and think it's orange. Hmm. So overall, I think this is a a great, very crunchy look at sets over the last five years. I think so. I yeah. think he crunched a lot of data. And and produced some very good conclusions. Yeah. However, he, he based the numbers he got in terms of how many parts are made in each color on the assumption that you go out and buy one of every set made over that period of time. Right. But as we know, A, that's not how the Lego community consumes very few people. And if you are one of those people, I both love you and hate you. (laughs) I can go out and buy one of everything beyond that Lego produces the sets in very different volumes. Right. So while a small set might have, we'll definitely have less parts. Yeah. Right. In certain colors, they're going to produce way more of that less expensive set than they are of the direct to consumer sets. Or you know or, or like a modular building which has a whole ton of parts in certain colors, hmm. so it's a great way to give us a baseline and I don't think the conclusions are far off. I think even if you looked at those smaller sets and you had an accurate number of how many of each colored piece was produced each year, the top ten colors are still going to be the top ten colors.
1: Another conclusion I think you came to is this stinks when you want to build architecture. <laughs> That's, that's a good conclusion is, man, some of these colors that you, you really want to build some beautiful buildings with. It's just like, oh, this is killing me.
0: For sure. And I think uh, if, you, if you plan ahead, like all things in life, if you plan ahead, you will have a less stressful time. I thought
1: you were going to say you can see your failure on the horizon <laughs> and you just stop before you begin.
0: For sure that's happened. <laughs> For sure that's happened. I know I've had more than one build where I'm just playing around on my table and I'm getting somewhere and I'm like, oh, I just need this one part. And then you stop. It does not exist. Can I replace it with a different type part? Maybe. Am I going to? Probably not. (laughs) let's pull this model apart and start over again definitely well worth a read
1: to to go through it at first i was like oh gosh this is this gonna be super complicated but it is not he does a fantastic job of breaking down the data giving all the details and really and again nice analysis nice conclusions and in the end i gives you a nice little appendix on his methodology so even you know looks at price how he came to price data and how that might affect things in the future and you, you know, people threw in their their comments on there as well. So it's, the whole thing is well worth taking a look at and uh, food for thought when you're doing you planning out something big. Yeah, I don't know what did it change uh, how you're going to do things. No, probably not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be involve foresight
0: for sure. I have
1: that, that takes some of the fun
0: away from doing Lego. I and I know I'm not a lot on this. I've got about a half dozen projects I'm in the middle of. Yeah. That are are like, oh yeah, that's right, I gotta get back to that. But I haven't. I gotta put an order in for this and ouch. Yeah, and the fun thing is as more sets get released and I buy sets just for parts, you're actually it's like, ooh, ooh, that's that part I needed. (laughs) I can get back to work on that. I just
1: need fifteen more of those sets.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I would say I'm one of the people that needs the information in this article. Yeah. And I've read the article and yet it still won't change my terrible, inefficient, laissez-faire approach to Lego building. Well, that is
1: our take on failure. And uh, if, you, if you're going to succeed with this data better than us,
0: uh, leave a comment on the page, uh, breakingdeads.com. For sure. And spread the news. I think it would be great if uh, everybody who listened to this podcast, uh, if you're listening to earbuds, take it out. Just anyone beside you, just stick your earbud in their ear so they can hear it as well.
1: They need to know about this. And for past episodes and other stuff, head over to breakingdads.com. 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 And you can find Jeff over on Twitter. I'm at stillsorting. All right. Until next time, I'm James. And I'm still Jeff.